بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد باب الحث على الأكل من عمل يده والتعفف به عن السؤال والتعرض للعطاء قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فإذا قضيت الصلاة فانتشروا في الأرض وابتغوا من فضل الله واذكروا الله كثيرا لعلكم تفلحون وعن عبد الله بن الزبير بن العوام رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لأن يأخذ أحدكم أحبله ثم يأتي الجبل فيأتي بحزمة من حطب على ظهره فيبيعها فيكف الله بها وجهه خير له من أن يسل الناس أعطوه أمنعه رواه البخاري this is a new chapter. Imam Nawi rahimahullah has given this chapter a heading. The chapter which deals with the encouragement for one to alal akli min amali yadihi to consume that which is the result of the earning of one's own hand. In other words, the chapter which deals with Encouraging one to earn one's livelihood through one's, own, through one's effort. وَالتَّعَفُّفْ بِهِ عَنِ السُّعَالِ Thereby abstaining from stretching one's hand out to other, others, in other words, from begging. And the chapter which deals with encouraging one to spend upon others. It's a natural consequence of the previous chapters. Obviously, if Shariat prohibits us from stretching one's hand out to others, from asking from others, human beings, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in our short sojourn and time in this world, we have needs and requirements. So obviously, if we are being encouraged by Shariat not to ask from others, then those needs and requirements, the Shariat encourages us that earn your own livelihood your family, your dependents, your day-to-day needs and necessities, these should be addressed by the efforts of your own hand. Now when it comes to this concept of earning one's livelihood, we find that Sharia takes it to a greater level than many of us understand or perceive. If we analyze our day-to-day lives, one is that section of our lives that we consider to be used to earn our akhirat, to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to earn our jannat. For example, we got up in the morning and we came to the masjid. If you ask someone, why did you come to the masjid? Why, what, what is the motivation behind that? Very easily, the answer will be given, I came to earn Allah's pleasure. I'm making salah to earn my jannah, to earn my akhirat. Likewise, after salah, you will find those brothers that will sit in the majlis of deen. Some will engage in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some will engage in tilawat of Quran, etc. Then will be the time of ishraq. Ishraq salah will be read. Every one of these amal, if you ask someone, why are you doing it? He'll tell you, I'm doing it to earn my akhirat, to earn my jannah. Then we find that after that, there is a large percentage of us that would now go to our shop or to go to our job 
or whichever place we are normally going to on a daily basis to earn our day-to-day livelihood. Now you ask the person, why did you go to work? Why did you go to the job? Why did you open that shop? What was the motivation behind that? There the answer will be different. What is the answer to earn my livelihood, to earn my day-to-day living? Now we find that technically that answer is incorrect. Our shariat is such, Allah Ta'ala says, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا For you in the Rasul of Allah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the most beautiful example. Shariat and deen is what? Shariat and deen is not only salah, is not only tilawat, is not only zikrullah, is not only fasting. What is shariat and deen? Jami'u ma ja'a bihin nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Everything that Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has brought. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam didn't only teach us how to make salah or to make the zikr of Allah or to make tilawat of Quran. He taught us how to do business also. He taught us how to be a husband also. He taught us how to be a father also. Every avenue of human existence we have uswatun hasana. We have the most beautiful example in Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In other words, the command of Allah in the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And as long as a human being, whatever he is doing, even if he is putting his, even if he is putting his shoes on, even if he is putting his clothing on, even if he is eating food, Whatever a human being does, if it is in conformance with the command of Allah in the way of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu it is also ibadat. It is also a means by which he is earning his jannat and his akhirat. So to say I came to the masjid and made fajr salah to earn my jannat is correct. In exactly the same way if a person says I went and opened my shop to earn my jannat, that is also correct. In the light of shariat, but what is the condition? In other words, your salah is ibadat and your tijarat and earning your livelihood is also ibadat. If it is according to the command of Allah in the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. On the other hand, on the other hand, conversely, my respected brothers, if a person makes salah different from the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then that salah of his cannot be ibadat. In exactly the same way, if a person earns his livelihood, does his business, for example, I'm digressing, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَعَنَ اللَّهُ آكِلَ الرِّبَا وَمُوكِلَهُ وَكَاتِبَهُ وَشَاهِدَيْهِ وَقَالَهُمْ سَوَاءُ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He said that Allah has cursed the one who consumes riba. The one who, in other words, the one who earns riba interest, the one who pays riba interest, the one who writes the transaction down, and those who witness the transaction, every one of these categories have been cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if a person, in his business there is riba and interest, now instead of that business earning him his jannat, what is it earning him? It's earning him the displeasure of Allah, it's earning him the anger of Allah, it's earning him his jahannam. Why? Because it is not in conformance with the command of Allah in the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
So the point we are making, my respected brothers, all of my kiram have written that earning your livelihood, if it is not done in conformance to shariat and deen, can earn your jahannam for you. So it is understandable that if it is done in the way of, if it is done in conformance to shariat, according to the command of Allah, in the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa if it is done incorrectly, it can earn your jahannam. If it is done correctly, it will earn your jannat. So coming back to this heading, Imam Nawi rahimullah has brought the chapter which deals with the encouragement to earn or to live according to the efforts of your own hand. This is also ibadat and deen. And with this abstaining from asking, stretching one's hand out to others, what ta'arrud lil'ata and encouragement with spending upon others. The first verse of the Qur'an, in fact, one verse of the Qur'an, Imam Nawi rahimullah is brought, whereas there are many, many verses in the Qur'an that deal with this particular chapter. Ya amanu kulu tayyibat wa'amalu saliha, etc., etc. But nevertheless, Imam Nawi rahimullah has sufficed with one verse of the Qur'an, فَإِذَا قُضِيَتِ الصَّلَاةُ فَانْتَشِرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَابْتَغُوا مِنْ فَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says when the salah, referring to salatul jumu'ah, when the salah is completed, disperse in the land and seek from Allah's bounty. وَابْتَغُوا مِنْ فَضْلِ اللَّهِ Seek from Allah's bounty means that earn your livelihood. Allah is the one who is giving the rosy, the rizq, the sustenance. But what, what is the command of Allah? You make the effort. According to Allah Ta'ala's decision, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you your rizq and your sustenance. So this is the direct command of Allah. وَابْتَغُوا min fadlillah. اللَّهِ It is Allah's command that seek from Allah's bounty. However, do not immerse yourself completely in the pursuit of dunya. Look at Quran is ajeeb. Look at the shan of Quran. What does Allah say? وَابْتَغُوا min فَضْلِ Seek from Allah's bounty. In other words, earn your livelihood. Immediately after that, what does Allah say? وَذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ And remember Allah excessively so that you may be successful. So in other words, do not let your pursuit of livelihood immerse you to such an extent that you forget Allah. Remember Allah in your business also. Remember Allah in earning your livelihood also. And this is so much appreciated by Shariat. That famous hadith, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, is the narrator. Man dakhala suq, faqala la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharikala, lahul mulku wa lahul hamd, yuhi wa yumid, wa huwa hayyun la yamud, biyadihi al khayr, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir. La ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharikala, lahul mulku wa lahul hamd, يُحْيِي وَيُمِيدْ وَيُحَيُّنْ لَا يَمُودْ بِيَدِهِ الْخَيْرِ وَعَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ What we know is the fourth kalima. Umar radiallahu ta'ala narrates that a man who enters the marketplace, in other words, he's earning his livelihood, he's buying and selling, whatever he's doing in the marketplace, but وَذْكُرُ اللَّهِ He remembers Allah. In that environment of ghaflat, of negligence, he remembers Allah. He makes the zikr of Allah. In this particular hadith, the fourth kalima is mentioned. It's not difficult for us to learn it. In fact, most of us, when we were in Maktab, we, le- we learned this thing. We learned it while we were infants. Unfortunately, many have forgotten it. We should take the trouble of learning it. What happens? Wadkurullah, he remembered Allah in, in the market, in, in earning his livelihood. What happens? Katab Allahu lahu alf, alf hasana. 
ومحا عنه ألف ألف سيئة وبنى له بيتا في الجنة أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم If he makes the zikr of Allah in the marketplace and this is something my respected brothers many of us just now will be going to earn our livelihoods. Remember Allah in that environment. Make the zikr of Allah. Do not become negligent or ghafil of Allah. If a person recites the fourth kalima Allah will write down for him one million nakis, one million good deeds. One million sins will be forgiven. And Rasulullah said Allah will build for him a palace in Jannah. So our earning our livelihood, if a person feels that shariat is only to remain in the masjid and not even go into the marketplace, how is he going to get this reward? Because to get this reward, Nabi Sallallahu said, A man who enters the marketplace. So going to the marketplace is also ibadat. Acquiring a halal earning is also ibadat. Provided we make that intention. And we'll see from the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how it is a means for us to earn our akhirat. Allah give us to fix,